It's still January, so we can talk about looking forward to the new year, right? I no longer bother with New Year's resolutions because they are usually forgotten and broken by this time in January. Nonetheless, as I started to mentally adjust to putting writing 2022 instead of 2021, I found myself focusing on two themes for this year, hope and curiosity. Words that describe both who I am or try to be already and ways I desire to live more intentionally this year. Hope, because hope remembers that we are not alone when we struggle with pandemic, loneliness, concerns about our health, our children and families, our future. Hope reaches out to share the struggle with friends and colleagues. With hope, love lives in every moment and the future is bright on the horizon. Hope's sister Curiosity wants to know more, learn more. Curiosity emboldens us to ask questions, to wonder why and how, if and when and who. Noticing, wondering, and imagination all spring from curiosity. And hope and curiosity rest on a foundation of faith of knowing that God loves us deeply, just as we are, and God loves us so much that we are made to keep moving, learning, and changing all our lives, becoming more and more all that we were created to be. And hope and curiosity are cousins to courage, because it's not easy to believe sometimes that we are so deeply beloved of God or to live out that love when it goes against what's socially normative. We first learn that we are God's beloved at our baptisms. Most of us do not share Jesus' experience of having the heavens speak to our belovedness. So we rely upon our faith community to surround us and nurture us with holy love. We do, however, like Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit at our baptisms. And in today's reading from 1 Corinthians, Paul reminds us that to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. As God's beloved we receive gifts of the Spirit that are uniquely ours. The same gift in someone else looks different because they're a different person. And the gifts Paul mentions, utterance of wisdom and knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discernment of spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues, we receive those gifts those spiritual gifts for the common good. We often hear of the common good in politics or philosophy, 
For Paul, the common good has to do with community. In the ancient world, you were born into a familial tribe, and that was your community. Jesus and his followers model a community of choice, of affiliation by shared faith and values. And Jesus calls this community where, against all social norms, everyone is beloved, welcome, and respected equally. Jesus calls this the kingdom of God. When we feel deeply loved and respected, we naturally invest ourselves in that relationship, in that community. And Paul, reflecting on Jesus' focus on community, reminds us that our gifts are not for our benefit alone. Our gifts from God are for creating and deepening the community of faith, the beloved community. The prophet Isaiah writes of the urgency to speak up, to remind people of God's desires. Isaiah says, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. If God's kingdom is to be built, we cannot wait for someone else to make it happen. We have all the gifts that God requires, and we cannot rest until the light of God's love and welcome shines like a burning torch that draws seekers to it. This is our story of hope, our story of wondering and curiosity about what lies ahead. Knowing ourselves, deeply beloved of God, we will use our gifts of wisdom and teaching and translation to make God's vision known to the world like the dawn of a new day. This weekend, we remember the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his prophetic vision of the beloved community. Borrowing from the website of the King Center in Atlanta, this is uh, King's vision. In the beloved community, poverty, hunger, and homelessness will not be tolerated because international standards of human decency will not allow it. Racism and all forms of discrimination, bigotry, and prejudice will be replaced by an all-inclusive spirit of sisterhood and brotherhood. In the beloved community, international disputes will be resolved by peaceful conflict resolution and reconciliation of adversaries instead of military power. Love and trust will triumph over fear and hatred Peace with justice will prevail over war and military conflict. Dr. King offered that vision 
60 years ago? We each have gifts for the common good, for creating the beloved community. If we continue waiting for someone else to do it, it will not happen, and our world will not change. We will not accomplish it alone, which must, means we must work together, to hold hope together, to encourage one another with wondering, learning, and curiosity. In this Epiphany season, may the light of Christ be made manifest in us, that our lives may be a bright and unexpected light to the world. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>